0: American Giant does things the hard way, but that's because it's the right way. By choosing to manufacture all of its clothes in the United States, American Giant supports local communities and produces the highest quality goods on the market. Ten years ago, they went against the grain and imagined making a hoodie of unbelievable quality locally, one that would hold up for years and get better with each wear. They did just that, and now they have a full range of durable essentials for men and women, including tees, premium sweaters, cozy sweats, and so much more. The best part? Everything is American-made to the highest standards, supporting hardworking communities, living wages, and safe working conditions, so you can buy your values and fill your closet with long-lasting clothes you can feel great about. Wear your values in the new year, complete with durable essentials at American-Giant.com and get 20% off with code NY23 at checkout. That's 20% off at American-Giant.com, code NY23.
1: three of our Big Blend Radio Celebrate Music and the Arts Festival. And, you know, Nancy and I are having a good time here in Tampa, Florida. And, you know, it's really cool to showcase musicians and authors and writers. And the thing is, we need to know how to find them. And uh, that is why we're bringing Chip Schutzman back on the show. He is the president of Miles High Productions. We've worked with Chip over the years. Uh, really representing different artists, musical artists. But we're going to talk about social media marketing for musicians today because it's important to get the industry side. And I encourage you to go to his website, mileshighproductions.com. Chip, how are you doing?
2: I am good. Hello. How are you?
1: We're doing good. It's It's like been a while. Like last time you were on the show, we were playing World Radio Party and you were talking about travel. <laughs> and we did what the, music, but, but yeah, it's a little different now, huh?
2: <laughs> yeah, that that was a different world ago. We we were in different times then. Um, but yeah, we're still uh, kind of helping artists, and um, not much has changed on that front. But yeah, our world has changed since you and I have last talked.
1: Yeah. You know, and I remember an email, Nancy and I were in, um, we were in 29 Palms, just outside Joshua Tree, and you're like, well, I'm in Palm Desert, and then all of a sudden, we were all sheltered in place, and we're like, oh, we can't really meet, can we? (laughs) And we wanted to meet you in person and hang out, Uh, because it's shit, so
2: so close, but yet so far, far away, as the song goes. Yes. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: No kidding. But hopefully, the hopefully uh, life will present another opportunity for us uh, when the coast is clear to actually uh, be able to shake your hand or give you a hug in person.
3: Can we have
1: cocktails, Nancy? Don't you think we should have cocktails with Chip? Stop. Cannot hear Nancy. She disappeared. Wait, hold on. I gotta get Nancy back. Nancy, are you there? She, she keeps she, dropping I'm away. I'm here. I'm here. she oh, She heard the word
3: cocktail. <laughs> and I'm up. She, I'm ready. I think she was. I'm down. I
2: think she was making some margaritas for us.
3: <laughs> it's, exactly. Oh, you don't. Know, you,
1: we we wouldn't be able to talk
2: if that was true. <laughs>
1: but, but no. But listen, this is so cool. You know, when you think about we have to change and everything. Musicians have had to change what's going on. And I I know a lot of creativity's going on in the world right now with and I know a lot of musicians are just like, "Listen, let me out. I I really don't care anymore. Let me out." But um musicians are now doing a lot of live streams and doing more on social media than we've ever seen before. So, tell us a little bit about what you're doing. In in that regard, when it comes to social media, live stream, are you helping musicians?
2: Oh, absolutely. I've been helping musicians in one way or another for about uh, 35, 40 years now. Um, started in radio with doing airplay and supporting them that way, and then got into uh, the news network and, and was supporting music uh, through television uh, on CBS uh, this morning, and then um you know, got into uh uh the live music uh consortium through House of Blues and um and then um did a quick stint with Microsoft and, and now I'm doing Miles High Productions. I've been doing this now. Gosh, um where does eighteen years go? It flies by very quickly. And when we started, we originally started as a marketing PR firm and mm. we're helping artists that way through Online publicity, and we were actually doing social media way before social media even started. I mean, even before the MySpace days, there was social media entities out there on on the web, and and they were more in the form of a chat room um, because you were you were being able to type a response to someone, and then within a minute get that response back. So there was that engagement that was going on back even be in the in the. America online days, if you remember, um, like 1996 to 2002, I think those were the, the big years of, of, of chat rooms. Let's say, um, Mm. we've been doing, we've been doing social media since 2004 with the MySpace days. Uh, we were, I think one of the first, uh, marketing companies, uh, in the United States, to to actually use MySpace as a as a marketing uh, platform for artists, uh, really got into it early. We got into the Twitter world pretty early, uh, you know, before it actually became more mainstream. And um, we were involved with Facebook as as soon as it became public to the. Uh, you know, away from college students and things like that. Away from the Wall Garden that they had originally had created Facebook for was originally designed for college students, and uh, yeah. they opened that up to to a larger audience back in 2008. I want to say 2009. I believe is when uh, my uh, sorry Facebook. I'm getting my my socials all mixed up here. Um,
3: oh God, where it's so easy. Found,
2: It's so easy. I mean, now, nowadays there's Instagram, there's TikTok these days, you know, which is uh, the new phenomenon uh, that seems to be taking place with a lot of younger people. So I think it's we look at the social media channels, platforms, whatever you want to call them, um, depending on what your genre is, depending on your age, depending on what your demographic is that you're looking that you would feel your, your music or your product would the most, uh, you know, well-received by, I think, is, is the way that we look at the social media platforms in terms of strategy, uh, in terms of how we design a voice. Um, I was listening to your conversation earlier with, with Ellen, and, and um, yeah. yeah, it was very spot on in terms of, you know, artists. Sometimes you would expect an artist to know how to do social media because they know how to write a song. Artists are storytellers. They, they know when it comes to a song, there's a beginning, there's a middle, there's an end. But what artists sometimes forget that could be so plain as day easy for you or I might be um, something like a, Mac- a Michelangelo painting for them, meaning it's, it's, it's nothing that they've ever imagined um, putting together, which is putting together that storytelling approach on social media. And mm. it takes a certain artist to get out of their own bubble to try mm-hmm. and understand what sure. is it that your fans would like to see or hear about you aside from the music. And so when, when I tell artists, you know, social media is just that. It's being social there's this deer and headlight look <laughs> that they give me sometimes I, and I'm like see,
1: Nancy, Nancy was like that with us okay I'm just saying she's laughing right now
2: but it's a real it's truth funny.
1: it's like yeah. no we sent a newsletter I'm like no no we have to you know because we had actually I did Twitter first and we had people emailing through our newsletter saying will you please do Facebook and um, that, that <laughs> I had to do it <laughs> and, you know, we did all that. But I find it interesting, like even our next guest, Dino Jag in Australia, he embraced social media to do his next single. And he released a single as a video through Facebook. He was like, you know what? We're in a different time. Let's do something exactly. different. So it's yeah. always changing, Chip. So like you are talking about, you know, you think about MySpace, Facebook, TikTok now, you know, how for a musician or an I mean, anybody in the arts, when they're trying to focus on their craft and making money with it, by the way, um, how do they keep up with what they're supposed to do next that fits their style? Because some people may be or may not, you know?
2: Yes, depending on what their style is actually Definition by would probably be the correct answer, and there is no right or wrong way. I think when it comes down to it, if you're generalizing, let's say the musician audience out there in the world, um, an artist that releases—I I have an artist, a, a smooth jazz, jazz fusion artist—and they only release an album once every ten years, and they're—they oh. just released their third album, so they've been around for thirty years, and. Uh, they just don 't do anything on social media, but we we basically develop their platform for them from scratch and um, you know we built over a couple thousand fans in the last three months we 've been working with them, so uh, they seem to be very happy with what we 're doing um, They have engagement, they have actual fans that are responding and saying, "Hey, I like this song and 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 uh, you know we 're giving all this information to the radio promoter and Next thing we know, um, they're, they're one of Billboard's top most added artists on the jazz playlist. So, um, you know, and I think it's a lot having to do with what we're doing on Spotify to what we're doing on Facebook to what we're doing on Instagram. I believe those those three platforms in a generalized sense are great platforms for any artist to have a minimal, basic, Profile and a presence on. I I I feel strongly about that.
3: Yeah, but you know, it, there's there's a part of artists that um, they're within their own personality that, like, I'll go from a painter side again. We paint, so you can look at the picture. Doesn't necessarily mean we want to have a conversation about it. It that's why we do it that way like a comedian, is on stage because they want to be on stage. A painter, maybe not. A writer, maybe not. So a musician, yeah, they want to be on stage. So there's different personalities involved in the arts, and then along comes social media, and then somebody, some people will tell everything about everything that – Maybe other people really don't care about it, or they do. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I really don't care that you cut up carrots for your two-year-old. I'd, sorry, yep. but – oh, come on. <laughs> no, but – no, you know what I'm saying. It's like it, some people tell every detail. Other people only go in there when they have to because it's it's so new to tell everything to everybody across the world. In a way, it's kind of like really,
2: yes, that's kind of why we have some of the old oh, problems that we have with social media I, I I really feel the the you know governments of every country around the world should have yeah. institutionalized uh a class for students in elementary school of uh whether how to reply, yeah. like to an email to. How to how to deal with someone that has a differing opinion than you
0: on mm-hmm. social
2: media? How do you yeah. go about you know uh, not sounding overly opinionated? And mm-hmm. you know I I had an artist who really did not like things that were going on in our government, but yet his music was speaking to people that uh, are for the other side, per se. See? Uh, 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 so you know, trying to teach that artist to keep keep his personal oh. thoughts in mm-hmm. his mind, as yes. opposed to filling it out on social media, would actually help him create to sell more records or more CDs. And uh, yeah, he, so that's like a nice business stubborn. plan.
1: Yeah, that's that's hard. The business plan, you know. Um, yeah. You know, that that's kind of like, under, it, and I think that's hard. It's like, where are you, it's getting, sitting down. When you look at social media, it's like, that is another creative process. That's why I brought up Dino coming on next, because mm-hmm. he's like, I'm always in there with my fans and creative and going, and I'm not going to stop. How can I keep going? And I see a lot of musicians do that. And you've got to sit down and know, this is who I am. This is how I can connect. This is what I'm not allowed to do or say you know what I mean you can have your own personal things you know but I think it's important to have someone on your side with this it's hard social media it's like how many times a day should you post and what time mm-hmm. of day should you post and, and all of this yeah. like people are selling calendars of what you should do and it's like <laughs> And I actually I, I like your approach because I feel like a musician can knock on your door and say, listen, I got this album coming up, this song, and I'm trying to tour or not tour at this point, maybe virtually tour, and that you could sit and work with them of like, hey, you don't have to do all that. Maybe you just need this, or you could split the duties, right? Do you do that? Do you split duties so you're not, the artist doesn't even have to do it, that somebody else is helping them?
2: Yes. I I, I tend to have an interview when we first start working with artists usually within the first day or second day of starting and it's really a profiling call it's to understand what we're allowed to do what we're not allowed to do what the artist really wants to keep control of uh what maybe we might be able to serve as an advisor as opposed to actually executing the work so sometimes we're being uh brought on to to come up with a bunch of different ideas. And the artist may pick one of those and and, and go through them. Um, you know, sometimes it's really difficult going into a social media campaign with a brand new artist that you just had your first call with last week, because all of a sudden next week, you have to start learning how to talk like them. You have to know what their slang is. You have to know <laughs> what hashtag they want to use. You've got to know Uh, where they bend on certain issues and where they are very stringent on other issues and, and what their Hmm. beliefs are. And, and, you know, so I look at a very easy way for everyone uh, listening in right now, you know, what is social media when it comes to an artist and a campaign for me, it's like going into a room and seeing a thousand puzzle pieces on the floor, and Mm. the client is saying, okay, here's my social media. Piece it together. Mm -hmm. I get (laughs) that. It really is is like putting together a thousand piece puzzle. Um, Sometimes the parts that you need are right there, and they're easy Mm. to find, and some of them, you're looking at it several times over and saying, this just isn't, a right fit right now this needs Mm. to just i need to put this puzzle piece over to the side and come back to it later and um maybe it comes more into light when you have other pieces of the puzzle already um fragmented into into the piece there so you know i do look at social media that way with artists It's you know sometimes we look at ourselves as cloning the artists or or mimicking the artist to our best abilities in a complementary manner a very broad strokes manner at first like I always tell clients you know when we send you our first calendar uh, a draft you know you got to know this is the worst job we're
4: Is your money working for you? The best way to hedge volatility and inflation is investing in commercial real estate with Reef that's rreaf.com backslash investor. Skip the crowdfunding sites and invest directly with Reef. Reef owns and operates each investment, cutting out the middleman and providing investors with exclusive off market deals. There is no better time than the present to explore our lucrative portfolio of commercial real estate. Open to accredited investors only. Visit rreaf.com backslash investor. There is no better time than the present to explore the lucrative commercial real estate offerings from Reef. Visit RREAF.com backslash investor. Featured on Fox News, Wall Street Journal, Yahoo Finance, and many more. We're not a crowdfunding site. We own and operate all our properties. Come see why thousands of individual investors have decided to trust Reef with their real estate investments. Call us today with any questions. Hedge market volatility with Reef, open to accredited investors only. Visit com backslash investor.
2: Ever going to do with you because we haven't gotten to know you yet, you know, in a mm-hmm. weeks, I, I might glean a little more information from you because we would have had a couple conference calls. We we would have gotten some new photos and videos from you that will show me how you're talking, um, that we'll be able to kind of see, maybe I'll do more extensive uh, background work on their YouTube videos that they posted maybe two years ago to see, okay, is what their brand messaging two years ago, is it very synonymous with today? Could that video still be posted up today and still be relevant? So, I'm looking for consistencies with the artists. I'm looking for, uh, you know, maybe they changed their genre or their style of music since their last album. So, maybe they're looking to attract an extended demographic. Uh, maybe they were country, uh, country and blues last album. This time, they're country and rock. Um, so there's a there's a slightly different crowd, but it's not exactly the same crowd as the last crowd that they marketed their album two years ago so oh and and yeah the demographics
1: that's really important because it's interesting you know just doing so many interviews with musicians over the years you know nancy and i geek out on the music right and we're like oh man this song made me feel this that whatever and then you know people like you shouldn't have an opinion we're like well sorry we have to have one we're you know we are that (laughs) it's your show.
3: <laughs> yes, we exactly. we will
1: be who we are and that's that. Yeah. And so was it it's like once every 100 interviews you get someone who does that and um you go, well, you know, whatever and musicians normally are pretty cool. They're like, "Oh, they got it, you know, they actually got to talk on our show. They had their moments." And then here's the deal, it's like most musicians I know, like unless they're like truly like I am a country musician, I'm old school country or I'm only blues the musicians really don't want to be put into a market. Have you found that?
2: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they I I I have the fair share of artists that say, I don't I don't belong in a box. Uh, mm-hmm. Don't put me in a box. Oh, for sure. I do, don't pigeonhole. I home. don't a I like agree Adele. with it. I'm I, sorry
1: because you know, music I, is art, right? Don't do it. But then you can't market it without that, right?
2: <laughs> and I try to hint that to them to say, well, I'm not trying to put you in a box. I'm trying to figure out how to do the best job that I can for you by targeting your audience do you want me to target Adele or Katy Perry fans do you want me to target Josh Groban fans Uh do you do you consider yourself to be the next Led Zeppelin uh you know uh well let me take a listen here and let me see would Led Zeppelin fans be apt to respond favorably to this because the last thing I would want to do is target Led Zeppelin fans and and have a barrage or an army of haters coming onto yeah. my, my artist page saying, what, what the heck is this? <laughs> yeah. This is, a, this is a stairway to heaven.
3: <laughs> this is the way I look at it. You go into a supermarket and there's no shelves and there's no aisles. There's just a big <laughs> pile of stuff thrown on the floor. Here's all your, your canned goods, your fresh meat, all of it even flowers. It's all thrown there. Go find your stuff. It's either that, or you get aisles and and shelves.
2: <laughs> Where there, there's a place for, for everything. Or exactly.
3: Yeah. So, yeah. if you want to find something you like, it's a lot easier if there's aisles and shelves. If there's not, and nobody wants to be categorized, which I totally get on some plane in my mind, but how are people going to find you if you can't be put somewhere?
2: <laughs> yes, I, I think they feel that their music will speak volumes to cut above the clutter there. And, and
3: <laughs> you know, I,
2: I have to explain to them that social media has millions of layers of clutter that exactly. are involved there. <laughs> so,
3: mm.
2: you know, it, it's not cutting a tree in the forest and no one hears it. It's cutting a tree as if the <laughs> world was a was a forest, and yeah. and you're you're in the redwoods. Uh, no one in India is going to hear that tree. Exactly. Down. Yeah.
1: Mm. So wow. So social media, like now, it's it's basically saving the music industry right now. I mean, it became the new the venue versus bars and restaurants and and you know big concert halls and I mean I know you 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 were tour man, part of tour managing for Heart and all of these amazing bands you've done so much over your career Chip it's amazing and you know back when I wasn't hacked on Facebook I'm totally banned on Facebook <laughs> right now by the way I've been disabled just so you know from using. Uh-oh yeah promo.com got hacked i'm just going to put that out there they got hacked so everybody No. and they i got hacked on my, while we were traveling on my email i was even banned from our own websites but we could fix that with our hosting company immediately i got because i'm traveling checking it on my phone on all my different instagram twitter facebook whatever and so don't always have the same password. And my, some of these old passwords were old passwords from way back years ago, right? Yeah. Um, well, dumb, dumb. So dumb, you do dumb, need a social dumber. media manager that would not <laughs> let you do this. So I'm moving from one place to the other on my phone. I got hacked and I'm completely disabled on Facebook from personal business. My groups are there but I can't manage the groups. My business Instagrams are there, but not my personal, so I've felt I'm very, I'm lost. I'm lost without it. Not not really. <laughs> She's in cyberspace. Actually, kind of nice to take a break, but it it's kind of interesting. I miss that because the social media really did become the new venue for musicians, and it's more accessible. Like I love YouTube because you can watch concerts of musicians like James Brown and, you know, people I didn't get to see, I can do that. And you've traveled and done these big arenas and all of that. And it's not, I know it's not the same as going to see a Rolling Stones concert. Like I still need to do that. You know, please let me have that happen in my lifetime. But Social media, in a way, right now, I believe, has become the new venue. And musicians that I've talked to doing all these live streams have actually had more of a relationship with their fans right now with what's going on.
2: They have access to have the capability to have that direct communication with their fans. I mean, you know, when I started doing fan clubs or developing fan clubs for Jewel or Uh, You know uh, Heart Heart, way back in the day I mean I started Heart's fan club Probably in 2001 Um, You know You you find the community And you find what it is that they What is it that they want What would make them happy Obviously you know The number one answer always was meeting the artist You know having that connection uh, Understanding what the artist likes You know things that You know Certain people that were raised in the 70s and 80s, they were only uh, trained or, or molded into hearing four radio stations or three or four television networks that would funnel the news information to them. With social media and the Internet, you have a thousand different outlets to choose from these days of where you want to consume your news, how you want to consume your music, how do you want to discuss cover your music. So, you know, younger people today have much more of a, I call it the splinter effect. Uh, they, they don't have a limited amount of stations or, or television. They have Spotify. They have Pandora. They have their still the mm. terrestrial radio stations. They do, but they have, they have Facebook now. They have Twitter now. They have Bot well, they used to have Vine. That, that went away. Uh, mm. TikTok is the new Kid on the block these days, you know, and that's doing very well for music discovery, new songs. You know, uh, uh, Kate McKinnon and Elizabeth Warren did a, a funny TikTok, and it went viral. And uh, it was right before they went on to do their Saturday Night Live skit, and and um, you know, it was a it was a Drake song, and and that Drake song like skyrocketed the following week on sales uh, as mm. a result of 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 yeah. video because of the beat of that song so you know that, that's where we've seen new successes that that's not something uh drake would have had success with let's say 10 years ago because the the model didn't exist then so um, mm. i think it's a matter of keeping up with the developments of how social media is evolving and how artists can stay relevant with being unique and what gives their message out there that either someone can resonate with, or that stands them so uniquely apart from the other million artists that people are going to want to find more curiosity to dig into that artist.
1: Ah, you're so, so smart. Yeah, you're know. so smart, Jeff. You're so smart, Jeff. You know, but you've studied it and you teach it and you've been around the block with it and done it like the fan clubs and everything. It's like it's like that is what social media is now. And it's like with musicians, some can have the personal contact. But there's also like the crazy fandom where people just they want, you know what I mean, that they really want to like have their personal conversation with that musician, you know. Yeah. And it's like. Yeah, you're not going to disturb their dinner hour. <laughs> you know what I mean?
2: right. They do have a I mean, family. That's what, it, that's what a newsletter is for, for the musician to be able to speak back to them in a volume mm-hmm. um, drove like mm-hmm. that. I mean, I, I, I always tell all my clients, uh, do not ever underestimate the power of newsletter marketing. It is, yeah. you know, so, so what yeah. if you only have 30 signups right now? What, not next year? Make a goal of having 150 sign-ups, and the mm-hmm. year after that, 500 sign-ups. So, you know, it's a work in progress. There is no right or wrong. You shouldn't beat yourself up because you only have a, a dozen sign-ups. How do you use the those 12 sign-ups or 30 sign-ups? What, what kind of message do you want to put out there? I had an artist put out a newsletter every five days. I said, will you cut that out?
3: Yeah, <laughs> I, stop I it. Said, yeah.
2: Um, you know, uh, rule number one, no more than yeah. one, it it's maybe two newsletters a month, you know, but yeah. uh, you have to put yourself in the receiving end of that. Would you want to receive yep. five newsletters? Of, no. Uh, it, it, it's w- <laughs> what you were saying earlier about people posting too much. I call it the TMI effect, you know, it's yeah. just, uh, uh, you know, they, they, they don't know what to post, so they post everything. So um, the same yeah. thing with newsletters. You have to figure out what how do you want to curate that content? And and it's like a painting. You want to start with a brush, and you want to mm. figure out uh, how to put a beginning to this, how to put a middle to this, how to put an huh. end to this. And for me, every single social media post or a monthly calendar is doing that same effect. It's it's you know leading up to a single release or a video release. If I was putting on my marketing promo hat, okay, I've got. I've got five posts over the next two weeks about promo. It's way too salesy here. We need to even this out and put, you know, uh, time with the kids, Uh, you know, a walk in the woods, Um, my favorite outdoor national park, Um, you know, what, what kinds of things aside from music, because uh, in these days in 2020, It used to be people would buy music because of the music. In 2020, people are buying music because they feel like they have this relationship with the artist. Yeah, Uh, but that's cool.
3: It's it's cool.
1: I think it's it's, it's both ways are cool, and I think you have to really enjoy the music to want the relationship with the artist, right? And social media did that. That social media and the fan clubs that you were part of – It's all your fault, Chip. (laughs) You know what I mean? You know, that is part of it because you're listening to it. You're purchasing it. You want to, you know, we've had this kind of like almost ongoing argument about you could love Mm -hmm. the music and then the musician does something totally against what you believe in. Are you going to still listen to the song? Like, I'm sorry, Ted Nugent, you're out in my book forever in my life. There's no way. I don't care. About your music, because of what you do to animals and parks and politics you 're never going to be there that 's my personal thing, and that 's that so is it right or wrong i don't care maybe maybe it's okay because i don 't really care about his music that much anyway, but that's important like sorry, but we're yes. at that level now
2: no, I <laughs> felt that same way just three hours ago seeing uh Madonna posting. Com- conspiracy theories. Uh yeah, exactly. And, uh, and Annie Lennox is saying, Good God, have you lost your mind? I i yeah. hope and pray you got your account hacked, you know. So you know, you even see artists talking to each other on social media to say, Woman, have you gone mad? Uh yeah. so, Hey know. listen,
1: Annie Lennox has got a place in my heart forever, no matter what. <laughs> She's
3: like one of the oh, best geez, singers. Geez. Well okay, then I'm gonna go there and say Madonna <laughs> so doesn't sorry. No, 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 no!
1: You can't do that. Don't do that. I Don't, can't. no. Oh, I can't. but Chip, thank I you can't. so much. It is, it is always a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you so much for joining us, giving some insight, and really rock on, dude. You you do amazing, amazing work, and it's just a pleasure to be, you know, connected. And we've done things over the years together with, you know, hosting musicians, and it's been a real pleasure. So thank you so much. <laughs>
2: Well, thanks for putting on such a great radio show. You have been so wonderful to our artists in the past and and probably to our artists in the future. I just want to say I love the mom and and daughter team. I love that you guys broadcast from various parts of the country, being an avid traveler, a a love of of traveling and and parks. So uh, thank you both for doing what you do and and, uh, providing this to the community.
1: And thank you. And next time we're having margaritas, okay? Nancy will yeah, make them and for we'll sure. all be down on the floor afterwards.
2: But
3: <laughs> she's, she's
2: got one condition she's got to make at least three pitchers, one for each of us. Okay, yes. and not
3: on the
1: rocks. Okay. I'll make six. Oh <laughs> three oh pitchers on the go.
2: rocks. Here we go. Yeah, all
1: right. <laughs> there it is. Rock on. <laughs> Take care, Chip. All right. Everybody again. MilesHighProductions.com. dot com. Go check them out on on social media. You'll find them. And uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, TikTok, all that good stuff. But MilesHighProductions dot com. You take care, Chip.
3: Bye bye.
4: Is your money working for you? The best way to hedge volatility and inflation is investing in commercial real estate with Reef. That's R-R-E-A-F dot backslash investor. Skip the crowdfunding sites and invest directly with Reef. Reef owns and operates each investment, cutting out the middleman and providing investors with exclusive off-market deals. There is no better time than the present to explore our lucrative portfolio of commercial real estate. Open to accredited investors only. Visit R-R-E-A-F dot backslash investor.